Greetings, creeps, and welcome to Horror Girl Problems, the podcast slash videocast. And today we are joined by Boys from County Hell writer, director Chris Ba. This is a super duper fun horror comedy out of Ireland, and I'm gonna let Chris tell you about it. All right, writer, director of uh, Boys from County Hell, Chris Ba, thank you for hanging out with us today. Oh, thanks a lot for having me. <laughs> uh, so, how do you feel? Are you excited? Your film drops on Shutter this week. Very excited. I'm a I'm a big fan of Shutter myself. I have the subscription and and watch it all the time. So I couldn't think of a better home for it. So yeah, we're really excited to see what audiences are gonna are gonna think of it. Nice. This was a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Like I was like uh, I had a really good time. It's one of those ones where I'm like going like oh my god and like cheering at the screen and stuff. And those are my favorite kind of horror movies. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's that's that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so this was uh, originally a, t- a short film that you made in 2013. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Did you always intend for it to become a feature or did it just kind of develop from there? <clears throat> no, it was like a proof of concepts mm-hmm. back in 2013. Cause like I had written this script, the feature version of boys from County hell, like years ago. And uh, me and my producing partner went off and made this short proof of concept and just thought, Oh yeah, we'll just make this short. And then, Right after that, people will give us like millions of dollars to go make this picture. <laughs> and that didn't happen, obviously. Uh, and kind of thankfully as well, because at that point in our careers, we probably weren't ready to, mm-hmm. to to take on the feature version of it because it has a lot of effects and stunts and all that kind of thing. So we went off and made another feature first and then sort of circled back to Boys from County Hell, you know, a few years later. Nice. So. Awesome. Um, speaking of effects, there are a lot of really cool effects in here. Did you guys do all practical? Was it a mix of like CGI and practical? It was mostly practical. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was always my kind of intention to to have most of the film have that kind of eighties horror aesthetic. You know, practical effect. Mm-hmm. I just think it looks cool. You know, it looks kind of tactile and real. And you know, it's harder to do whenever you're shooting. You know, it takes longer to set up and all that kind right. of thing. It was always the it was always the intention, and then there's some CGI kind of sprinkled on top of it. But I would say like ninety percent is 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 practical. Okay, I, I do have a question. It's not a spoiler because it happens. It's like kind of the first effect that you see, and there's um blood. We'll say coming out of various orifices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just in such a way like that one had to be a bit of CGI, right? Like maybe practical and CGI, but just the way that it was like pooling and coming out. I was like, how are they doing this? Yeah, we just got a knife and stuck it inside. The no. There you go. <laughs> um, no, um, it was, yeah, it, it was practical. The blood was actually practical running down the face, and then we just painted out, like, pipes. You know, the pipes okay. that we they were sort of painted out after this. Oh, that was okay. the first scene we shot. Yeah. Um, the very first thing we shot was that was were, were those blood effects, and uh, we were terrified whether they would work or not. <laughs> first day of the shoot, we just made it quite hard for ourselves. We were like, oh, that's <laughs> It's taken a while, but it works, you know? Yeah. No, that, it was a really cool payoff because really I was staring at it and I was like, the way that it's coming out, like I can't figure out how exactly they did that. And I was just like staring at it like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was it was tubing like and then we just painted out, painted out the tubing afterwards. So because we wanted the blood to look to look real on the face mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I, I was, and it kind of like kicks off like pretty early with that scene. So it's like, what am I watching and what am I getting into? And then I was just like stoked for the whole movie and it kind of set the tone for the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to have that sort of, that, that, that big sort of horror prologue um, mm-hmm. before we get into the more 
sort of character driven stuff for you know the first sort of 20 minutes of the film so it was important to have that that you know there is there's blood and gore coming you know yeah. it's going it was like an appetizer and like we're gonna circle back around to that we got to do some yeah. other stuff here and then we'll, we'll promise we'll come back to that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um i don't want to say any spoilers or anything so why don't you tell us what this is about uh, it's about a group of workmen um, in small town Northern Ireland who, who spend their days drinking and, you know, bullshitting tourists that the inspiration <laughs> for Dracula is buried in a field uh, outside their town, but they don't really believe it. They just think it's, you know, it's just a gag. Um, but whenever they're kind of tasked with building a road through this sort of area where this thing is supposed to supposed to be buried, they, they accidentally awaken it and have to spend surviving and realizing that a lot of the the rules and um tropes that they think uh, and weaponry and stuff that they think works against vampires actually doesn't trying to figure out what the rules are and what what works and what doesn't it's kind of the fun of it you know and it's about a bunch of guys who you would never really want to have <laughs> protecting, you, protecting you from <laughs> horrific vampire that's about to take over your turn that was kind of the the, the the real the genesis of the project or the idea was to try to make something that felt like authentic to where I'm from in Northern Ireland and the kinds of characters, you know, and the kinds of people that I grew up around. Uh, and to do that and make it feel very sort of authentic and specific to to that part of the country and that part of the world, but to also do it in within the architecture of the vampire genre so that hopefully mm -hmm. it feels universal as well. You know, that was the intention. Anyway. Right. Um, that's also rules and things like that make us feel very safe, like rules and structure. So it was kind of a cool way to go into this thinking like, okay, I kind of know the rules and how this works and how you defeat a vampire. And then there's just things that are not working. And that's scary because then it's kind of thrown into like chaos and the rules do not apply. And then it's like, well, then I don't know what the hell to do. Like, I don't know. I, I tried everything that, that are like how, what I know the mythology to be and it's not working. And that's, that adds an, an extra layer of like horror to it, I think. Yeah, no, I think like it was fun just in the research and writing it. We came across this idea, um, this story of the creature of Avertak, you know, and, one, and, and who, who's supposedly, not even supposedly, it's like kind of a myth that perhaps, you know, there was a little bit of an inspiration there for Bram Stoker, but nobody really knows. Um, and we just thought it would be fun if our characters thought that and thought mm -hmm. they had kind of, you know, they had been shortchanged because no one talks about their, their town whenever they talk about Bram Stoker. But anyway, the, 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 the most fun thing about Avertak we found in the mythology of that character was that he can't be killed you know he can only be subdued by like burying him and you know piling the grave with stones to kind of keep him locked in the ground so we just you know thought that would be a fun sort of way into into this mythology you know like a creature that can't actually be killed but has to be just subdued in some way yeah, I was, and I wasn't sure if you guys made up that whole thing about like the mythology. And I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, this is a real, like, this is an actual yeah. legend." <laughs> like, yeah, and then I was curious, like, if people do think, like, did Bram Stoker like just like rip this off and never credit it? <laughs> yeah, no, I think there's like again for us, it wasn't really, it was, it wasn't trying to say that that did or didn't happen. It was more coming from a place of character, right? <laughs> the, the humor of these guys. <laughs> who, you know, like I say, feel kind of slighted and shortchanged because they got nothing else going on in their town. And that was really the whole thing, you know, the whole sort of driving force behind the film was that it would all come from, you know, the mythology stuff was fun and the vampire tropes were fun and, you know, playing with the rules, but it all had to come from character, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And that worked really well because I feel like it, it feel like regardless of where you're from, I feel like everyone can kind of relate to that. Like the friends that you grew up with and the kinds of things that you feel when you're like going to leave your hometown or want to leave your hometown and just kind of like the conversations and just the way they interacted with each other. That all felt very genuine and authentic. Yeah, I know that was important to me was to create like a group of guys and girls that you believe the relationships and mm-hmm. you felt, you know, the, the love and the heart kind of there between them. So that whenever the horror stuff did kick off, you would you would be more scared for them. Right. It, it would it would hurt more. You really don't want them to get eaten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. What was I going to say? Oh, I really liked also the. It's really a father son story and a coming of age tale. So I really liked that. That was kind of like the bedrock of that uh, of the story is basically that, but it's just embedded within the vampire tale. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that kind of like father-son thing, you know, that sort of conflicted relationship that you see, you, you know, especially you see that here, you know, amongst maybe fathers and sons who work together in the family business. And there's a, a super kind of difficult dynamic between them, you know, and, and they both kind of have pig-headed and have their own way of doing things. And that leads to, you know, conflict, but it also leads to a lot of humor, you know, and that's something that I've definitely seen kind of growing up and you know and people i know and just that that sort of tone i just thought that would be interesting to, to play with in the vampire genre you know i hadn't seen that kind of relationship much before yeah um, and we had like a fun kind of yeah like you say bedrock and kind of heart for the film because mm-hmm. um, that really is the heart of the film is, is the, the story between francie and eugene you know yeah. the character the whole way the whole way through and the the uh, there's a part with like a fake out hug. I was dying. That was really hilarious. <laughs> you think it's gonna be yeah. like this heartfelt moment? Yeah, that's, <laughs> like this character that's, arc. It's all no. <laughs> that's how some people show emotion. In, yeah. in <laughs> I feel like that kept it realistic, though. You know, like in the realm of the story, it's like, oh, look at this tender. It's like from like this hardened dude, and this is character arc, and now he's like tender after all of this that they've gone through together. But like, no, that's not who he is. No, like, like even like. You know, Francie kind of is just baseline annoyed all the time. Like that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's where he starts from, and it's like a a sort of general annoyance. Whether it's like the job is kind of going over time, or he has to kill this vampire, or his son's trying to hug. Like you know, all of it's just annoying him all the time. Like <laughs> it's at the same sort of level. You know, that's that was the thing for him. It was like he treats killing vampires and his relationship with his son like he like he treats you know dealing with his man. You know, with this this general sort of, um, and ho- hopefully that was that was one you know mind the humor out of that you know. Yeah, no, it definitely came through, and I liked him still. Like I liked Francie. Oh know, yeah, like we, Nigel, <laughs> Nigel, who plays Francie, is actually was in the short as well. Like I've known Nigel for oh wow for years and years, and he was in my first. He was the lead in my first movie as well. So I, I that part was written specifically for him because I knew he could he could pull off that level of kind of you know just. That being that sort of ignorant da, but also <laughs> really lovable as well. Right. So. Like, I do want to hug you. I know you don't want me to hug you, but I want to hug you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I felt about him by the end. <laughs> uh, scrolling. Oh, the character effects in this, like the, the creature design was really, really fucking cool. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, no, that, again, that was like something that was super important whenever we were, you know, conceptualizing the movie and putting the budget together and in pre-production for me, it was always like Avertak has to look, you know, whenever we finally do see him, he has to look great. Like it can't because I think, 
you know, you're always struggling in a movie like this with budget or whatever to, you know, with creatures. And if you, especially if you want to do something that's a full body prosthetic. So the idea was always, it started from like um, this idea of bog bodies, which is like, you know, they're like mummified corpses almost that, mm. that have been found in Ireland, like in the peak bogs. So they come out and they're all this kind of skeletal tan kind of leathery skin and stuff. And there's amazing pictures of them online. And we kind of just started from that and developed the, the creature um, design from there. And then we found an amazing actor, uh, which is, you know, 90% of that. Well, you know, a big part of that role is, is finding the right actor. So we got mm-hmm. this guy called Robert Nairn, who'd done a load of, creature stuff and was just really brought a real creepiness to the performance and then millennium fx which are effects company from london just knocked it out of the park with with the makeup you know and it was tough you know it was a long time in the chair for him but i think it, uh-huh. it paid off it's on you know he looked, he looked he looked great yeah he was great the the design of it was great but also like he was amazing like his performance yeah. was great like the way that he moved i was like holy shit like this is actually quite scary it's a horror yeah. comedy and i laughed a lot but also like i was like there's genuine horror in there too and i was like this is scary as shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's that's what we like, it was weird when the first day we did the makeup tests like the first time i saw him in the makeup i almost actually cried when i saw me and we were like I can't believe this looks as good. And then we brought him onto the set where we were all shooting some, we're shooting some scene, brought him onto the set and everyone just went quiet. Everybody came walking onto this. And then they saw that he was wearing like slippers in a bathrobe and then it became less, <laughs> less scary. Like, but, it's, but that first moment where they saw him, I was like, Jesus, he looks proper creepy. Like, yeah, that was a really good reveal. Cause like, fuck. And also vampires have been romanticized like quite a bit so it's like this is not a vampire that i would want coming into my room at nighttime you know like that's nothing romantic yeah. or sexy about that like that's just straight no. up terrifying yeah i know exactly exactly i mean it was just like what would you look like if you were buried on the ground for hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of years you know probably something like that probably exactly like that i would think yeah. And then there was another really cool element. Um, the way that he extracts blood from his victims is different than what we've seen before. Is that something from the lore or is that something that you guys made up for this? No, that was something that we came up with. Um, again, like I say, it was sort of, it was taking elements of, of the, the Avertak legend and then sort of molding them into our own. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. want to try to do like something that was just a straight retelling of of that we just wanted to yeah. take it as an open off point and then create our own and we just thought like that would be really cool that this creature is so powerful that he doesn't even need to bite next you know he can just walk yeah. past you and blood will start kind of pouring out of you yeah um, <laughs> we just thought that was you know it'd be interesting visually and yeah that's fun. very scary because anytime there's like a sense of like hopelessness in movies like that's just very very scary it's kind of like you're just like fucked either way so i was like this guy is so powerful that you're just totally fucked yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was kind of the sense that you get, right? And you're like, I mean, I don't. What do you do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then you're dealing with idiots, you know, trying to. <laughs> like, that was, you know, that's part of the fun. Like. Essentially, like the town fools, basically, or, or it's up to them to save it. Right. The guys who don't even, town. guys who don't even think this is real, you know, or didn't think <laughs> yeah. this is real. You know, like, yeah that was that all of that was a lot of fun is just watching them kind of like these bumbling anti-heroes kind of just trying to like figure it out <laughs> yeah like i think that like that for me is what i always like in movies when you see people like char- you know going back to what we we're saying before characters that you believe in in terms of you know just they feel like real people and then seeing them in these crazy heightened situations and seeing how they mm-hmm. react to it yeah that is where the comedy comes from you know rather than trying to <laughs> sort of overplay jokes or whatever it is 
um, that that's the sort of tone that I like and what we're trying to strike in the, in the movie. Yeah, to me, that's the stuff that's the most funny. Like, it's just funny just because the characters are who they are and it's how they would react in that situation. And it's just, I think that stuff is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. There's also like a really said, cool... Like, like I said, like these guys, they treat killing vampires, you know, like digging holes. <laughs> right, <laughs> on, yeah. On work site, you know, just all <laughs> day's work kind of thing. <laughs> There's a segment in there, um, I'll just call it the pole dance. Um, with some cool effects and that scene was funny oh, yeah. as shit like I was dying <laughs> yeah yeah no that was that was always meant to be our big kind of like comedy horror <laughs> reveal moment like and yeah yeah we, uh, we we played a lot around with that we played around a lot with that and in, in the edit and shout out to the the editor Brian Philip Davis found an amazing piece of music for that and kind of <laughs> brought it to, to, to our level but yeah no it was that was fun that was a hard one to get because we were shooting at night and in, in so cold and sh we shot that over like three different nights and we got rained off one night because we were shooting in ireland and we had to come back at the end of the schedule and finish it off so it took a while to actually get that sequence but we're happy with how it turned out like it is it's fun worth it i'm glad you guys kept at it and didn't just like cut it or something because i feel like that super was like and this is the movie that you're watching like it just like yeah, super yeah, delivered no, on the tone <laughs> that was that was the moment where we had to get all of that like and that was definitely the hardest one in terms of yeah, effects and stunts and, you know, all that stuff, but it was it was worth it in the end. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> and also just the vampire design um, outside of Oratech, outside of him, like the vampire design was really cool. Like that's like yeah, stuff no, I think cosplay worthy stuff. <laughs> I'll talk to yeah, maybe someday. Um, we'll see. <laughs> like, yeah. But it was, it was trying, you know, not to give spoilers away, like, but the different vampires in the film we wanted to see different levels of where they were at mm -hmm. they're kind of in their i don't know decomposition i guess you know from relatively new like they'd just been turned like a day or two ago to someone who'd been turned you know months ago and mm -hmm. yeah so it was that there was definitely like a three and then and then obviously you end with avatar who's been dead for thousands of years you know yeah. we wanted we got that through line of of uh yeah of, of decomposition you know, different mm -hmm. different stages of it yeah, that was awesome. Like, I was like, okay, these are really cool-looking vampires. And obviously, they can't look like they've been buried in a peat bog for centuries because they were just turned, so... <laughs> no, no, again, and again, like, you know, fair play, it was the actors, you know, yeah, I don't want to say the actors' names, so it doesn't spoil it, but the actors who, who played those roles, you know, brought so much to them as well in terms of just the heart, you know, and the relationships mm -hmm. that they had with the characters and, and, and the ferocity, you know, and how scary they, they were, it was... We were lucky to have those to have those guys playing those playing those yeah. parts. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing like there wasn't a single vampire in here where I was like, Oh cool, like I would want this vampire to turn me. Like all of it all of the vampires in this movie are like, No, they're just like straight up rabid and will just like tear you into pieces. Like yeah. I don't want to encounter yeah. any of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have maybe Irish vampires, I guess. They're not they're not quite as swan <laughs> as like right. Peter Swan from the Lost Boys or, or Tom Cruise. <laughs> they drink pints and then they tear you to shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that you want to share with us any like fun stories from shooting or anything in particular oh um i mean fun stories they're what like fun stories from shooting you don't have a lot of fun whenever you're shooting like a low budget movie in, Ireland <laughs> in, in the middle of the night it was very cold uh very wet uh and very tough but at the same time the, it, it was it was actually a lot of fun like the cast and the crew that we had like really bought into the 
the tone of the film and what it was we were trying to do and the camaraderie that you see in the screen was there, you know, it, mm-hmm. in that cast, you know, they were just an amazing group of people. Uh, we were really lucky to get them, you know, Jack Rowan and Louisa Harlan, McCock and, and, uh, and, and Nigel and the, all of them, you know, they were, they were just, they were fantastic. So it was, it was a fun shoot, um, but difficult, you know, I definitely like, if we ever do a sequel, it'll be like, Australian vampires, you know, or somewhere, somewhere <laughs> warm. Right. It's going to be a tropical vampire movie next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As the teaser for this, though, I'm going to use the line where you said, you don't have any fun on this set. What's that? <laughs> for the soundbite for this, I'm going to use the bit where you said, it's just, it's not fun. There was no fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> Uh, one more question for you. There's a part where Louisa is carrying somebody over her shoulder. Did how did she was she really carrying somebody? Is that a dummy? Was it a stunt person? Oh, oh, when she's oh no 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 that was that was that was her. She actually carrying another actor on her shoulder. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to say the bit like, but that that I I, I know the bit you're talking about, like where yeah. she puts her in the, into the truck. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that was that was the actress. Oh yeah, Louisa's strong. Oh my gosh. Okay, like I was like, wait, is this? Was she just carrying her out like that? What? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, 100%. cool. It's very yeah, casual. Absolutely. I remember that night as well. That was one of the last nights we were shooting, and Louisa wanted to do that. Um, so yeah. Oh, good on her. That's really cool. I was watching yeah. that, and for a second, I did stop because I was like, I don't know that I would be able to do that. I'd like to think that I could, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, Louisa's tough. Yeah, hell yeah she is like go louisa i was i'm i'm impressed that was cool <laughs> yeah no louisa and she's great as well she was you know, we were so lucky to get her you know she's always love her from yes. dairy girls obviously mm-hmm. and she's so funny um and just br- brought a lot of heart you know to that role as well and um yeah, yeah i loved her she's also a nice juxtaposition to the guys uh and and like they're kind of like like who they are as, as people as characters <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for, for for sure. I mean, really, she like is the only one that talks any sense. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, <laughs> at certain points, you know, and, and she has probably some of the best kills as well. Yes, um, not to spoil it too much, but but yeah, there were some really fun kills in this movie. Um, but I will say, like the finale, I was like, no, no, no. Like, there's no way. There's no way they're gonna do that. And then I'm just like, had my face covered, like screaming, like, no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that really just, like, that, again, not to spoil it, but that moment came out of the writing, really, and trying to write something for a low budget and do a finale that would be memorable when you know you don't have, like, a massive, you know, a massive amount of, of, of cash to do something huge. I was just trying to come up with something that would be memorable. <laughs> I, 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 will, I promise you I will remember that for, for always. <laughs> So there's no way that these they're gonna go there. It's not gonna happen, and then and then it does. And I was just like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And that was a fun day with practical effects. But uh, oh, I imagine. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it actually worked. It actually worked pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a perfect bookend too. Like again, with like the tone of the film. Mm. You know, there's like some serious things happening, and then like this finale is like a badass finale but also very much works with like the overall tone of the movie as a nice little like punctuation at the end yeah 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 no, that was, that was, <laughs> that's what we were going for yeah nailed it <laughs> all right chris that's all i've got for you thank you so much for coming to hang out today i'm excited for everyone to go and see this 
yeah, awesome. Thank you so much uh, for, for checking it out and enjoying it. And yeah, I really Absolutely. appreciate it. Great to talk to you. I'm going to rewatch this again. This is probably going to be one I rewatch frequently because it's like right in my alley of like horror comedy, dark, disgusting, fun stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great. I'm looking forward to seeing it um, with an audience as well. I still haven't seen it with an audience. So, Oh God. It breaks my heart every time I hear that because I know it's such a different experience when you have like the energy of people reacting to it. Like there, there's no substitute for that really. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but it's, it's, we're just glad that it's, it's getting out there and people are getting the chance to, chance to see it. Like it's, we're really looking forward to it. Yes. So everyone go watch uh, Boys from County Hell streaming on Shutter Thursday, April 22nd. That's this week. So check it out. And I hope you get to watch it with an audience soon. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Thank Thanks, Angel. Thanks, Chris. Cheers. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much to Chris for joining us. Make sure you check out Boys from County Hell, now streaming on Shudder. And let me know what you think. This was totally my jam. I fucking love horror comedy and just outlandish, outrageous, kind of like almost comic book style gore where you're just like, how in the actual fuck? I live for that shit. So this movie was very much up my alley. So check it out on Shutter. Let me know what you guys think. And uh, that's all I got. I'll catch you next week for some more spooky shit. <laughs> <laughs>